The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God. I said hallelujah. Are we still in church? I said, are we still in church? Lift up your Bibles. Something has to be off. Something is cable is causing problems. Can you lift up your Bibles, everybody in the church? And let's take our song together. Ready to go. I have a wonderful treasure in the service who can hear us clearly I pray for grace and mercy to be multiplied into our lives speak to everyone and minister life to every soul I pray in the name of Jesus show us your way and teach us your path let your word be relevant and applicable to us let everybody who can hear me today be impacted by the infallible word let your word rule and reign in every heart. I bind devils. I bind witches. I bind wizards. I bind demons. I stop the oppression of devils. I release your grace and your power by your word into every life. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted your loudest. Amen. Before you sit, tell your neighbor. I'm happy to know an important person like you. If you don't know his name, ask him, what is your name? Can I be your friend? Ask him, can I be your friend? You're a very nice person. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. If your neighbor didn't say you're a nice person, then you have to be worried. <laughs> what a shock. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Are we blessed to be in church? Are you excited to be here? God is faithful. Thank you. I'm going to preach. Can I preach to you? Can I preach the word of the Lord to you? Hallelujah. Church is a beautiful place. Amen. It's a place where we come to receive the engrafted word of God. Amen. So James wrote and said, let us lay aside 
every filthiness and the superfluity of naughtiness. Do you understand? Filthiness and the superfluity of nothing. That means that some people, when it comes to nothingness, they are superfluous. Superfluity of nothingness. Naughty people are people, when you are preaching, they are on WhatsApp. They are naughty. <laughs> it's called superfluity of nothingness. It's in the Bible. Yeah. They are super, when it comes to nothingness, they are superfluous. Do you understand? Ebudo. It's gone overboard. Yeah. Naughty people are people when you are preaching and they are chatting with your neighbor so they can't, they don't let you concentrate. Tell your neighbor, lay aside superfluity of naughtiness. Tell him. No, you've got to learn some English. Do you understand? Bible has some English. Amen. And this is even King James Bible. Superfluity. Superfluous, superfluity. Look at him. Superfluity of. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Bible said, let us lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Some people are naughty. Some of you young people, you are naughty when I'm preaching. Hold your neighbor's and put the ear. Say, don't be naughty, okay? Don't be naughty. I said, pull, uh, pull the ear, don't be afraid. I said, don't be naughty when the word of God is coming. Are you afraid of this mercy? Uh-huh. Pull it harder. I'm coming to where some of the young people are sitting. Hold them, pull the ear. I said, don't be naughty, okay? Don't be naughty. Don't be naughty. Him square. I said, see, you see, what a shock. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a way to receive the word of God. Can I have an amen? There's a way to receive the word of God. Hallelujah. How do you receive the word of God? I would say that you've got to first of all lay apart filthiness and then every spirit of naughtiness and then receive with what? Meekness or humility. The engrafted word. Amen. And the word is able to save your souls. I'm preaching. Can I preach to somebody here? Hallelujah. Let's, let's look at the New Living tra- Translation of this verse. And uh, I'm sure the English is simpler. So get rid of all filth and evil in your lives. And humbly accept the word of God. The word of God has planted in your hearts for It has power to save your souls. And now look at the um, message Bible. The message Bible. So through all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. (laughs) What a shock. There are some things you must throw in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the word (laughs) hallelujah making a salvation garden of your life why don't you clap your hands for the lord may your life be a salvation garden i've not seen you for one month where have you been you traveled since you your wife delivered i've not been i've been looking after the baby or something (laughs) what a shock are you there yeah, God is the God is the gardener, amen. amen. And will landscape your life with the word and make you a salvation garden. May the word of God beautify you. I say, may the word of God beautify you. May the word change your life. May the word impact your life. May the word transform your life. May the word make you a different person. Shout your loudest, amen. Are you in the church? So the word of God has, a, has power to affect you. In the book of Proverbs chapter 4, the Bible says, the Bible calls the word of God medicine. Amen? It is medicine. It says that if you take the word, look at that scripture in Proverbs chapter 4. Find it for me quickly. 
Bible says, have you located at the King James Bible? All right. Quickly. Verse 20. Proverbs chapter 4. Hello? Are you there? My son, attend to my words. Incline than yet to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine hearts. So it's the essence preaching. Let the word of God dwell in you. Can I have an amen? Bible say, let not them depart from thine eyes. In other words, concentrate on the word. Don't be looking at other things. Amen. Says brothers, can I have an amen? amen? Look into your Bible. Don't be looking at a lady's breasts. Let's go to the future of naughtiness. <laughs> what a shock. Are you there? Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine hearts. What will happen? Bible says, look at the next verse. For they are life unto those that find them. May the word of God be life to you. I say, may the word be life to you. Are you still here? If you find the word of God, you will have life. When you come to change, you hear the word of God. May you go, it's a, a new energy to live and live well. May you live a fruitful life. May you live an exciting life. Shout amen again. For their life unto those that find That means that not everybody can find it. But for those, those who find it, it shall be life to you. I said those who find it, it shall be life to you. Hallelujah. And it says that, and health to all their flesh. May the word be health to you. You live here with life and with health. I didn't hear you shout amen. amen. You leave this service with life and with health. May every sickness bow at the word of God. May every frustration bow at the word of God. May every work of the enemy bow at the word of God. May the word of God rule and reign in your life. Shout amen one more time. Are you blessed today already? So very briefly, I'm going to end in a short time. I'm going to end by five o'clock. So quickly. <laughs> what a shock. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I'm going to wrap up our teaching on tithing. <laughs> oh, can I preach to you? I said, can I preach to you? Hold it, never shut and shake him and said, can a man preach to you? Can a man preach to you? Amen. Yeah. Now, tithing is important. Amen. How many of you can say genuinely that since we started talking on tithing, you have improved in your tithing? You have improved. How many of you have not changed? It means you have been good, very good all the time. Hey. If you're a man, lift your hand. I'll drive out the devil out of your life. Hey, are you there? No, if you have not changed, then the word of God has not worked on your life. There will be a change in your life. A transformation in your life. Shout amen again. Are you there? So, how tithes make God build a house for them? I see house owners sitting in church. If you didn't say amen, you are excluded. Oh. I see landlords sitting in church. I see builders of houses sitting in church. Or some of you want to be tenants the rest of your life. I see you building your second house and your third house. <laughs> I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Do you believe it? Some of you here, when your child is marrying, you give your child a house as a wedding gift. Say, I receive it. It will happen practically. Amen. Some of you, you see, I've sat where you sit, where I've heard pastors preaching, 
And I told myself, what are they saying? You're as, I'll be young, as young as you are. But I believe the word of God. <laughs> I believe the word of God. Amen. And that's why practically in my life. I see the word working practically in your life. I'll tell you something. When you receive the word, when you hear the word of God, take it personally. Say amen. I got a message from a lady. And I'll read it, I'll read it to you briefly. Is it okay to read it? What's her name now? Okay, I've got her name. She said, Bishop, well, it said very nicely, my dear Bishop, beautiful. <laughs> I'm waiting to catch a flight from this place to this place. BWI to Dallas. I see you flying. I see you rushing to catch your flight. <laughs> you send a message to Bishop on my way to catch my flight from New York to Amsterdam. <laughs> Do you believe it? What a time to send a text. What a time to send a WhatsApp. I want to receive that WhatsApp from my church members. Bishop, on my way to catch a flight from Toronto to Massachusetts. You laugh. It can happen if you can believe it. Amen. And he said, the Lord impressed on my heart not to forget to testify. Are you there? To the, to the glory of his name. I'm here because of the prophecies you speak over my life. You see, there's biblical English. Every word you, you hear you see, it's the prophecy that you believe that shall come to pass in your life. If you can believe it, it shall be practical in your life. Someone say, I believe. Every word I preach is not for everybody, but for those who can believe. If you can believe, that prophecy shall be fulfilled in your life. I don't hear you shouting amen. What is the sign that you believe? That's the question I need to ask you. Bible says, I'm saying that the prophecy for those who believe. How do, you, how do you know you believe? In the book of Nehemiah, Bible says that, and the people said, Amen. So when you shout Amen, it's a sign that I believe what is being said, and I receive it for myself. Do you believe? Let the people shout Amen. You see, Amen means let it be so. So when you hear the word of God, when you hear the prophetic declaration, you must say, Amen. Even the way you say amen will show whether you believe or not. There's an amen that, that cannot kill a fly. But there's an amen that every line will run away. Come on, shout an amen. I like that one. Okay, let me continue reading to you. He said, um, um, I'm here because prophet spoke over my life. There's a, uh, many people in the church are discouraged. So I want to share this testimony to encourage them. May this testimony encourage somebody here. He said this year began by saying that a year of series of victories. And uh, kept on, she kept on writing and writing. And she said from beginning of the year, this year till now, uh, we're, we're, the beginning of the year, we're told that expect your series of victories. I asked myself if it was possible. Then I received that word personally and i prayed over that prophecy so when you receive a prophecy when you go home you take that word and pray over that prophecy shout amen and uh, just to summarize says that she went she applied she got a visa from january till now she said i have sat on 10 aeroplanes oh, i didn't hear what i said from January to now, she has been on 10 flights. 10. 10. That's like once a month. I see you flying. And I see you flying. She said, I've been on 10 flights. Hmm. International flights. I've been to Dubai. I've been to America. I've been to, I mean, I can keep on mentioning the cities she has been to. And all of them 
free of charge. We are passing the free. Can you see it in capitals? The free is in capital. Free. You will travel free. Oh, somebody cannot receive it. I said, you travel free. You will not buy the ticket yourself. It will happen in your life. I'm preaching. Yes. Yes. Free. Ten times free. Hmm. And so on and so forth. I am blessed because I'm your sheep and a daughter. Mm. What a shock. I'm privileged and happy. On, I'm traveling here and there and f- going through this place and this place and this. You, you see, you will not send a text when the creditor is after you. You will send a message when you are just moving to your new house. Say, so Bishop Pazzi, I just moved into my new house. Somebody is about to buy land. You are about to buy land. You are about to buy land. When you buy the land, send us a message. Send us a message. Bishop Pazzi, I just bought two plots of land. That's the message you are going to send on your phone. Oh, somebody didn't hear what I said. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. You are going to send a message. When he said, I'm just feeling my foundation, the foundation of my house. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will send a message when you are on your top floor. Said, I'm, I'm getting fresh and I'm receiving fresh air. Those who believe are saying amen. You are about to give the best testimony ever in your life. Now I'm saying to you, now say that briefly. I'm saying to you that... When you pay your tithes, when you honor God in your tithing, you are making God build you a house. Hmm. Amen. Malachi chapter 3. Tithing makes provision for the house of God. Bringing all the tithes, all the tithes, all the tithes in the storehouse that there be meats in my house and prove me herewith say the lord of hosts if i will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you shall that there shall be not there shall not be enough room amen there will be not enough room to contain your blessing Shout amen. amen. You're not some of you, you don't have a bank account yet. Listen to me, I'm your pastor, and I don't want you to just walk in poverty and lack all your life. My main goal is to make sure you go to heaven. But on your way to heaven, just like the people of Israel, their main goal was to go to the promised land. But on the way to the promised land, they went with treasures and gold and silver. You will enjoy your journey to heaven. You would enjoy your road to heaven. Shout amen. You would enjoy God's blessing in your life. As long as I'm your pastor, if till you die or till Christ comes, you are going to live a good life. You are going to live in your own house. You are going to have children. You are going to be happily married. Oh, I didn't hear your amen at all. Are you still in church? Now, Bible says that when you bring in your tithes, you make provision for the house of God. And when you provide for the house of God, God provides a house for you. Yeah. Listen. When I was was growing up, I didn't have a house. If you like, I mean, like, of course, my father didn't own a house, my mother didn't own a house. So, We've always been tenants, moving from here to here. Which is not strange. It's a normal Ghanaian life. Am I right? Not many people own houses and homes. Not many people. So most people are tenants. You move from here, and after two years, the landlord, landlord comes and says that my son is coming from London. The only thing he wants, he wants to increase the rents. 
but then he, does, he doesn't want to tell you directly. So my son is coming from London, so please move by December. So I can't move, then increase the rent, so I'll go and hire a hotel for my, my son who is coming from London. I mean, they will come with all sorts of stories. And all that you move, and you go here and you move, and sometimes you don't have anywhere to move to. You move into a kiosk. You move into, I mean, all sorts of places. It's a difficult life. It, living in Ghana and owning a house is not easy. Yeah. Not a mess, am I right? It's not easy at all because abroad and other places, people own houses by mortgage. You understand mortgage? The, the house costs 120,000 pounds. And then you put down 20,000 pounds. And then you pay the rest for 25 years. But pray that you don't lose your job. If you lose your job, all that you are paid will be written off. And they come and collect the house and then sell the house. Yeah. So for 25 years, you must always have a job. It's also a very dangerous world. Oh, you're writing a check for me. How nice. It's not for me. <laughs> what a shock. I thought I'm preaching so well, they're writing me a check. When will you do that? One day as I'm preaching, write a check and give it to me. It should happen. Somebody should write a check and give it to me when I'm preaching. I'll be very happy, I tell you. <laughs> are you in the church or go home? Now listen, are you hearing me at the, are you hearing me at the back? Many of us, more than 80 or 90% of us are tenants. We are tenants. We live in people's houses or homes. Some of us, uh, they call something. You, you, you are, who shall so? Shasu mommy. Uh-huh. You are a Shasu mommy person. In other words, caretaker. Shasu mommy. Look after it for me. Hey. When I was building my house, my first house, when I built my first house, and I built protocol, for the sake of protocol, I cannot say it, but receiving the name of Jesus. When I built my first house, I tell you, I got some, some, a couple to go and Shasuma me, leave the, stay in the place for me. When I, the person realized that I was now doing the task and finishing, they started quarreling with me. Why are you moving to your house? I said, ah, my own house. Shasuma me, now I'm coming. Every day I go there, they'll squeeze their face. Yes. They, I had to pay money for them to go and rent a place. Because you didn't tell me that you are coming, so I can't move. What a shock. Yeah. But I want to tell you here today, in this, in this church, in this ministry, you know, I remember when my bishop told me that, look, tea, it cost me tea. He said, tea, you have to build a house. I said, no, no, I don't come from family of builders. I come from family of renters and tenants. That's the family I come from. I don't come from family of people who own houses. I come from a family of people who rents. He said, no, build. In fact, the first car I bought, my bishop said, you have to own a car. I said, no, I don't come from a family of car owners. <laughs> I come from a family of trotro uh, people joining the queue. So when we were going to buy the first car, I think it was 60,000 cities in those days, which is about... I don't know how, what it is now. Yeah. But it was, not, it, it was not a lot. I mean, looking at it today. Because he paid the first 10,000 for me. So he paid. That's about 10 cities. First 10,000. 10 cities. Then I managed to pay like that here, here, here. The car, it was a, a very funny car. And I didn't know how to drive when I was driving. And, and, and then Legon. You know, Legon Hill. I was on the Legon Hill and I was coming down. And then... I get a young boy, so he said, oh, brother, eat. Can you give me a lift? I said, come and sit down. He didn't know that I don't know how to drive. He wanted a lift from me. So I gave him a lift, and he sat in the car like that. So we are coming down from Commonwealth Hall, the the hill, to the gate. (laughs) I forgotten where the brake was. The car was fast. To the main road, the main road, main uh, uh, Medina, the Medina, Medina road. 
I was coming forth and I was shouting in the car. Because I forgot where the brake is. And the guy was like, hey, hey, hey. the guy was also shouting. I said, who told you to ask me for a lift? Next time, next time you learn sense. When he said, you walk out and ask him for a lift. Hey, I tell you, it was not easy at all. As I was coming down, speed. I'd, the, I mean, when I say speed, speed, oh. And people around could see that the guy was going to die. Joining the main highway. Then it happened to hit the cab at the gate. And then the thing stopped. The guy opened the car and started walking. <laughs> he didn't look back. He didn't say, what's happened to me? He just he left me. <laughs> he, he just left me and just walked. Just, just left. He didn't look back at all. Up to today, I haven't seen him again. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see what has happened to you. Can I help you? He just left. Just walked very fast. <laughs> I thought, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the first car. Then Bishop said, you, you build a house. He, you know, you must have a good leader. May God give you a good leader and a good pastor. We saw somebody who was selling land at some places that was poor. The place were not rich areas. And he said, listen, buy the land here. Buy the land. There's water log and all types of things. He said, buy it. It doesn't matter. Buy it. Yeah? Look, some of you, you see land today. Next, next year, two years, and that land that you say is nothing will be very expensive. I tell you. Don't despise lands. Don't say, I'm going to buy land at Laboni. What will you, even they say you're a human being, you think it can buy land at Laboni? Go to Kasua Yanyano, go to Budumbihan Buyimbu and buy land. Go to towards Winneba and buy land. Very soon, Winneba and Accra is, is already connected as one. You, you just say, I don't like it and I don't like this. The way I bought the land was waterlogged. At a point when I built a house, water would come to the compound. One day I was in the house when somebody came with canoe coming to catch fish. <laughs> True, I have a picture of that person in a canoe coming to catch fish. The, the rain and the water from the dam filled the whole compound. They came to catch fish in my house. And he sold it to me. <laughs> but it was my house. I see you building a house in the name of Jesus. Shout amen. If I'm your pastor, I'm declaring to you that you will not be a tenant the rest of your life. You will not be the tenant all the rest of your life. You will be a builder. You will be a house owner. God will build a house for you. Shout amen. God will give you wisdom. God will give you power. You may not have so much money, but as you honor God in your tithing, God is going to give you wisdom and favor. I said 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 wisdom and favor. Wisdom and favor. Wisdom and favor. Wisdom and favor. You will build a house because of wisdom and favor. It will happen practically in your life. Are you in the church? I said, are you in the church? Tell somebody, I believe what the man is saying. Say like you believe it. I believe what the man is saying. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you like eating. And eating expensive food. Yes. Thank you. Are you there? Bishop Basi says I should close my button. Thank you very much. At least it's not my, 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 my flap. It's just the top button, so it's okay. <laughs> what a shock. Hello? Hello? I saw a few. You have money, but you like to eat. Doko, doko, sweet things and expensive things. When you are with Dell. You go to Wesley Mall Pizza. Come and see. You are on the pizza you are eating. It's like for seven people. I tell you. How many? Bishop has said 30 bucks of cement are in your stomach. What a shock. But God will give you wisdom to build. And favor to build. Shall I receive it? Look, I say until you go to heaven. 
May you enjoy your life here on earth. Until you go to heaven, may you enjoy a blessed and favored life. Are you here? Let me show you one scripture or two scriptures. And then we close. What a word. You see, when you invest in the house of God, you are investing into your own future. Should I say it again? When you invest in the house of God, you are investing into your own future. Yes. Yes. Learn. Young people, learn. When somebody gives you 20 CDs, you said two CDs is for God. Learn and practice it. Don't wait till you work at Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And you end up before you can you do that. Do it as a student. Zane, do you understand the English I'm speaking? Yes. When somebody gives you 100 CDs, you say 10 CDs belong to God. That's what you must say. Yeah. If you practice it now, one day, God will entrust you with $100,000. God will know that you will honor him with $10,000. You're looking at me, I'm preaching. Amen. Now, there's a scripture in Nehemiah chapter 10. Verse number 34. Nehemiah 10, 34. The Bible says that, and we cast the lots among the priests, the Levites, the people for the wood offering to bring it into the house of God after the houses of our fathers. At times appointed year by year to burn upon the altar of the Lord our God as it is written in the law. Verse 35. And to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruit of all fruits of all trees year by year unto the house of the Lord. Verse 36. Also the firstborn of our sons and of our cattle as it is written in the law and the firstlings of the heads and of the flocks to, the, to bring to the house of our God unto the priest that minister in the house of our God. Amen. Now what it is is that you are bringing these tithes so that those who work in the house of God can be looked after. That's the reason. Do you understand? But now look at the next verse. What happened? The next verse. 37. And that we should bring the first fruit of, of the dough and so on. The next verse, verse 38, quickly. And the priests and the sons of Aaron shall be with the Levites when the Levites take tithes. And the Levites shall bring up the tithes of tithes to the house of God, to the chambers and the treasure house and all that. All this explaining the duty of everybody towards the house of God. But now when you look at Nehemiah chapter 13 and verse 10, something interesting happened there. Bible says, and I perceived, Nehemiah and, uh, and, and the priest, they perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled everyone to his field. Those who are working full time, like Bishop Pazzi and myself and others, but they left. Bishop Pazzi said, uh, what did you do? You are masters in what? Telecom engineering. He was a lecturer in the university doing his PhD. And then he came into full time. And when as he came into full time, he has to be paid. Why are you quiet? He, I met him in Germany. Yes, I met him in Germany when he was doing his master's. Yes. A poor uh, Ghanaian hustler doing his master's in Germany. And he came back to Ghana. He was lecturing in Ghana Telecom University. He's a lecturer. Doing his PhD, as you see him standing here. Dr. Pazzi, that should be PhD holder. <laughs> but it's not, the Lord arrested him. It's not working. Now, as he's here, he doesn't buy petrol with tongues. When you go to the Philistine, you don't say, Fill my tongue. No. Do you understand? So you have to 
bring your tithe so that he can be paid. Am I making sense? Hello, am I making sense? But then the Bible says that I perceive that Bishop Pazzi and Co. have fled. And they've gone back to go and look for jobs. That's what happened. They have fled to their field. Verse 11. Then contended I with the rulers and said, Why is it? Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and sent them in their palace, in, in their place. Verse 12. Then brought all Judah the tithe of the corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasuries. Let's go on, let's go on. And I made treasures over the treasuries. Shalmeah, the priest, Zadok, the scribe, and, and of the Levites, Pedah. And the next to them was Hanan, the son of Zachor, the son of Mataniah. For they were counted faithful. Now the treasure should be faithful, they shouldn't be thieves. <clears throat> Say amen. And their office was to distribute unto their brethren. And now the next verse settles it. Remember me, oh, oh my God, concerning this, and wipe not out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for the office thereof. Amen. I said amen. amen. So when Nehemiah and Co. saw that the pastors were not doing their work, but now they are all fled to go and look for other things. The Bible says that he commanded, he appointed people and sure that everybody pays their tithes. Make sure they will come and bless and they receive them. They also honor God with their tithes. And when he did that, Nehemiah said, oh God, look at this and remember my good deeds. May God remember your good deeds towards his house. Say amen again. David was somebody who preferred the house of God above everything else. And God blessed him. I said, and God blessed him. Are you here? I said, are you here? I'm jumping very quickly to something. Second Samuel chapter 7. The Bible says, verse 14. And it came to pass in the night. The word of God came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thou says the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for, my, for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, for but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. Now you see, David made up his mind. I'm going to build a, a house for God. And God was touched. And God said that, ah, David, thank you for thinking about me. To build a house for me. Because since I brought the people out of, out of Egypt as, as slaves, I've been living in tents when they live in houses. But you, David, have thought about building me a house. And God said, I will bless you, David. Say amen. amen. Now therefore, so shalt thou say unto my son David, Thus say the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coats, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all the enemies out of thy side. May God do with all your enemies. And I've made thee a great name. May God make your name great. I said, may God make your name great. Do you believe it? And it says, like unto the name of great men that were on earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them and they may, that they may dwell in the place of their own and move no more. May you dwell in the place of your own. You will not move again. I say, you will not move again. When you move, you are moving to a better house that you built. But then when you go all the way, to the verse 16. Look at verse 16. It says, And David, the king, came and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is mine house that thou hast brought me hitherto? 
Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Second Samuel, chapter 7. Is it verse, not 17, chapter 7, verse 16. Verse 16. 716. And, the, and thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. That will be your story. I said, that will be your story. I said, that will be your story. God was tell, t- telling David that because you have thought of building me a house, you, me too, I will establish your house forever. I will make your kingdom permanent. I will, I, I will make your family and your, your tribe established. For, you see, when you have the house of God, God will stretch his hand into your home and establish you. Amen. And bless you. Amen. And extend you. Amen. Shout amen again. Amen. God is looking for opportunity to bless you. God's hands are bigger than your hands. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Look at this little hand compared to the hand of God. Now, if you take this little hand and take offering, take tithes, and bring it to the Lord, God's big hand, God will take his big hand and support you with his hand. Can I have an amen? I said, God will take his big hand and support you with that big hand. Are you still here? God said, David, your kingdom shall be established forever. In other words, your children's children shall be blessed. When you help to build the house of God, when you support God's house with your tithe and your giving, God will bless you, bless your children, bless your children's children. The blessing that will come to your grandchildren will benefit from the blessing of your house. Shout amen. God will take away sicknesses from your family. Disease from your family. God will make your family a wealthy family. You should have shouted amen. amen. If you came for a poor family, listen to me. It's not a son that came for a poor family. But you, you can start a new generation of blessed family. Prosperous family. Favored family. Say, I receive it. May you begin a new generation of blessed people. I said, be a new generation of blessed and favored people. The struggles that you went through when you were going to school, so if you went to school barefooted. You went to school barefooted. But I tell you, your children shall be blessed. You drive them in a car to school. Oh, I didn't hear you shout amen. A blessing is coming upon you and your children's children. Receive it for your life. I said, receive it for your life. Solomon was blessed. All of David's children were blessed. Up to the time that Jesus Christ came from the tribe of David. Only because David desired in his heart to honor God with the best. I challenge everybody here. I challenge everybody here. If you ever want to see God's involvement in your life. You want to see God's involvement. God's hand in your life. I I know where you can. I know that things have not been easy for you. I know that your life has been a hard life. But I can tell you by the word of God that your story can change. I say your story can change. How do you believe that your story can change? Your story can change. When I look at Lady Pastor Auntie B, it's always a beautiful story. Every time, now I think she's tired of calling me to go and dedicate lands and houses. Because she used to call me, Bishop Saki, I bought a land here. Please, can you come and dedicate it? The other day I heard your, your pastor that I'm going to dedicate Auntie B's house. I said, oh, she, she's tired of calling me. Now she's calling other bishops. I was, I was jealous. But anyway, I've done enough. Auntie B used to sell oranges on her head. Following buses at Nkoko. That's what she told us herself. And she used to sell Atadre. Do you know, do you know Atadre? The one that if you get married fresh and your fire is dying, you have to eat for fire. Uh-huh. Tiger nuts. Extra hewale, that one. That's what she used to sell and follow there. But when they get to Koko to Kumase, but she tells us when she came to church, 
and she heard about giving. She didn't have said, I'm going to honor God. I'm going to try my best to do my best and to support the work of God. And one day when she came to the front, when Bishop said, we need somebody to buy a carpet for, carpet for us. She didn't know what brought her to the front. From the back. And when she came, she was wearing chalawati. And I was sitting here in the front of the church. And then I went to tell her that, Madam, do you hear what the bishop said? Because I thought that she heard. Bishop, she thought the bishop said, come for prayer. She said, I heard. I said, what did she say? What did he say? He said, carpet. I said, so will you buy the carpet? He said, I met her. I look at her and I say, hey, do you understand? God said that I love to. Because I thought that these people, I mean, she doesn't understand what we are saying properly. So I told Bishop that, Bishop, she said, Bishop said, eh, I said, eh. And Bishop said, let me pray for her. The following Bishop said, let me pray for her. Because she came back with the carpets. Because she went to see, and I said, listen, I've made a big promise in church. But I want to honor the promise. I don't have, but if you have to borrow, I'll borrow and honor the promise. And, she, and the bishop said, the woman who bought the carpet, come, come, come. And she came from the back. And bishop prophesied and said that, you'll never be poor. God will look after you. From that day, her life has never been the same. May God look after you as you honor the house of God. Your story will be beautiful. Will be beautiful. Will be beautiful. I've dedicated several houses that Auntie B has built, even outside Accra. Dedicated. She's tired of calling me, so she now calls Bishop Pazi. You will be calling us to come and dedicate your lands and houses. Shout amen. I'm telling you, then listen to it's a prophetic word for you. If you honor God in your tithing, you support the word of God, work of God, that God, heaven, heaven will build for you. Heaven will look after you. Heaven will honor you. Heaven will surprise you. You will sit down and calculate and say, where did I get the money from? Your calculation will not work because God will get involved and change your life forever. Listen to me. I'm not out of weight. I'm only out of time. Shout amen. Let the church say. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Come on, lift your two hands and shout amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church, let the church say amen. God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church, let the church say amen. For the last time, lift your hands, everybody. Lift your voice honor you. May I never be tired. Everybody pray for just one minute. Pray. Pray this morning. Ask God the Lord may I always honor you. May I not be a greedy and a selfish person. May I not be, I not be greedy or selfish. May I always honor you. Always honor you. Always honor you. With my tenderness, I pray in the name of Jesus. May I not be tired. Thirty more seconds. Pray. 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 
say bishop I need God in my life you want to say today I don't want to live here without making Jesus the Lord of my life right now if you're here and you need God you want Jesus to come into your heart you want to be born again lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you God bless you I see your hands. Let it go high down your head, your right hand. So many of you. Lift it up high. All I'm going to do is to pray for you. Lift it up high. I'm going to pray with you right now. That Jesus will be the Lord of your life. Father, thank you for this wonderful hand lifted. I pray that you take control of every one of them. If your hand is lifted, I want you to come to me in the front here. Come. Come now, very quickly. Help them to come. Help them to come. Happy day when Jesus washed my sins away. He taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day when Jesus washed. My sins away. He taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day when Jesus washed my sins away. Lift your two hands up high, every one of you. Say with me and the whole church join us as we pray. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, this Sunday afternoon, this Sunday afternoon, I give my heart to you. I, I give, give my heart to you. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Help me to serve you. Help me to serve you. I promise to love you. I promise to love you. And to serve you. And to serve you. And to walk with you. And to walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Today. Today. Receive me. Receive me. As your child. As your child. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From this moment. From this moment. I am born again. I am born again. From this very moment. From this very moment, I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I will walk with Jesus. I will walk with Jesus the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank, Thank you, Father, for receiving me. For receiving me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for them. What school do you come from? Duchess. How old are you? Yeah, very good. I gave my life to Christ when I was 13 years. How many of you are? How old are you? 15. You're much older than I was when I gave my life to Christ. And I, gave, I was born in 19, mind your own business. But you know, all these years I've just served God. It's been a wonderful journey. So today, all of you are giving your heart to Christ. Make up your mind that you're going to walk with Jesus. Every Sunday, make sure you come to church. And God is going to help and bless you like never before. Amen. Can you go with our pastors waving their hands over there? Can you go this way? All of you, follow them right there. They're going to talk to you and you come back shortly, okay? Clap your hands for them. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. 
Think about it even. It's a blessing in itself. Can I have an amen? 